Welcome to the Elite Professionals in Coaching Podcast, hosted by Chris Aird, business owner and CEO of With Purpose, bringing you leadership, growth ideas, mindset transformation, and strategic information for the entrepreneurs, business owners, and community leaders. You will be encouraged, educated, and empowered to develop your people, implement your processes, and increase your income. Now get ready to listen to the newest episode of the Epic Podcast. Welcome to another episode of Epic Elite Professionals in Coaching Podcast. My name is Chris Aaron. I'm your host, and it is a pleasure to have you with us today. You know, I've been hearing a lot lately um, from various groups of people, people in the community, uh, children, uh, relatives, next door neighbors, uh, people in business. Um where they are a little insecure, I think would be the phrase, or um, not necessarily insecure, but maybe afraid to do something. And that to do is asking questions. For some reason, um, people may or may not like to be challenged. They may not like the response they're going to get. Whatever the case might be, we choose not to ask questions. And so today I kind of want to dive in this for a few moments and just kind of give you some tips on asking questions, because what happens when we ask a question is we eliminate any type of assumption. We uh, receive the response that maybe we're looking for. Um, and if we're not, then we can ask deeper questions. And so we're going to get into that. Um, and I want to start off this by, this is something that would that challenged me a couple of weeks ago. I was speaking to someone that I know, like, and trust, and um, they are on a personal level, they are um, having a pool uh, built in their backyard. And I was talking to them about how the process was going and all of that kind of thing. And, you know, did they find the right company, all those types of different things. And they shared with me that it was really great up until a certain point. And uh, without going into the specifics for you, um, it led me to start thinking. And so I ended up asking this person a couple of questions. And the first one was, was, well, is there a project manager on site? And this individual said, well, yes, but I'm not getting the information I was looking for or hoping to receive as the homeowner in updating on myself or my wife on the process or um, figuring out what the, what the timeline is, where are we at with the timeline, all that other stuff. And I said, well, do you mind if I ask you one more quick question? And they said, sure. And the next question I asked was, what are you doing to get that information? And that individual said, great question. Um, Here's what I'm doing. And really what this person became was the project manager for the project manager. They found out a way um, to get some information and the information was not coming freely to them during the course of their pool being built. Um, And so what they said to this, the project manager was they were like, time out, no more working on our project. We need some answers. We need to have a sit-down meeting. Uh, We need to figure out where we're at. And then I want you to know where I'm going to come from. They got all that information. And then this person I was chatting with told me, that they ended up becoming the project manager for the project manager. They said, no one is allowed on our property unless I know what's going on. They said, we want to be a part of the timeline. We want to be a part of the process. We need the information we want to be communicated with. And it's not just sharing information, there needs to be an opportunity to to give feedback and to receive feedback, right? All that we know about communicating. And it really started leading me to believe that 
sometimes we need to take the, the situation by the horns, if you will, and really provide the opportunity for a timeout. Regroup, regather our thoughts, our information, anyone else that needs to be a part of that process or system and say, what are the expectations moving forward? Great work so far. It hasn't been up to where we thought it was going to be the standard. And so what can we expect? These are my expectations. What can we expect you guys to do to meet our expectations? So by the way, uh, this person telling me this, uh, their their pool is still not done, except though that they have better communication. They are in the know. Uh, they actually created a little bit of a spreadsheet to really outline in detail the things that are going on and that need to be continuing to be done. With that being said, I thought, well, you know what? Sometimes we just don't know. We don't know the questions to ask. We don't know whether we should be asking questions. We don't know maybe it's the right time or is there the right environment to do that? The, the right culture, am I in the front of the right person to ask those questions, right? And so a lot of the times we just hold those thoughts into ourselves. And sometimes the detriment, the con to not asking questions is we, uh, we take the information and we assume that it's correct, Okay. Now, regardless of what you're thinking about at the moment, I'm not thinking about that. I am thinking only in the business workplace, in the culture. We were back in school, right? Remember school days? And you were often told by your teacher, um, the only bad question is the one not asked, right? There's no such thing as a bad question. Maybe there is. However, um, I'm going to say that probably 99% of the time, there's never such thing as a bad question. Why? Because me, you, whomever else is around us, we may not have all the information that we're looking for. We may not have all of our questions answered. We may not um, be able to see the way that the person that is articulating the message, we may not be able to see the way that they're seeing things. And so we want clarification. We can do this respectfully. We can do this uh, professionally as well, regardless of, of the relationship that you're in or you're thinking about at this moment. So here's, here's a couple of, or there's a few actually, um, key points that I want to talk to you guys about, share with you. So have that pen and paper ready. Would love your feedback on this. Um, but this is all about asking good questions. Um, we can ask some dumb questions. Um, and sometimes when people ask dumb questions, they just want to be a thorn in our side. They just want to be an irritant. I'm okay with those kind of people as long as I have some sort of outcome with them. For us today, it's about asking good questions. So as much as you can, I want you to think about planning your questions. What what is it that you are going into a meeting for? What are questions, if you have any, that relate to the topic at hand? This is what I mean by planning your questions. You don't want to ask an off-the-wall question that's important to you, but not important to the person or the group of people that you're going to be in front of or based upon the meeting. You see what I'm saying? So you want to plan those questions. And when you plan the questions, you want to know, you want to know the value or the purpose of those questions. And, and, and really what I'm saying is this. You want to ask good questions, find questions that are going to be good in nature, 
that are going to help you gather. They're going to help you research, gain information, gain facts. Maybe if you're looking for the opinions of others, you want to phrase that question that's going to create the environment where someone feels free to share their opinion, to share their value, to share their perspective. And it might, that question might need to be predicated by saying, I'm looking for your opinion on this. I'm looking for your value. Do you have expertise in this? Whatever the case might need, you might predicate that with a statement before you ask the question. Again, this is just another way of asking or thinking ahead and asking the good questions. Here's another way when you plan your questions. As much as you can, try to abstain, try to refrain, try to stay away from open and or the the simple yes or no questions that those those simpler yes or no responses to your questions. If you're asking a question, you want it to be uh, a conversation piece, a conversation starter, right? You want to make sure that you're inviting the person that's listening to that's going to respond. You're inviting them to communicate, to talk with you, to speak with you, to, to provide valuable insight from their perspective. And hopefully you get that from them. Make sense? When we do this, um, we're, we're, we're valuing the person in front of us. We're valuing ourselves. We're valuing the time. We're in valuing the, 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 the culture, the environment that we're in. There's so much value in asking the good questions and respecting um, that process of asking questions, the Q&A portion of things. Um, a lot of the times you can also follow up that question with a, a statement that sounds like it's in the form of a question, but it really is a statement. So when they give you the answer and it and it, you want more information, it's you can ask, can you tell me more about this? Can you tell me about that situation? Or just tell me about, tell me more about it. So you can add the word can, how did that make you feel? Uh, what was the outcome of that particular situation? So see, in planning your questions, you're thinking about the initial conversation. You're thinking about the initial question to get some sort of response, but then you're planning your questions so that somewhere down the road, you're really tapping into the root of, of what you're looking for, the, the facts, the figures, whatever the case might be. Do me a favor. Um, when we ask questions, we want to make sure that we use uh, neutral words. And I'm not saying about I'm not saying about him or her or they or us. What I'm talking about is the neutral words is making it inclusive, right? Um, how did that make you feel? How did that make the team feel? You see, when we're asking questions, it's not about how I feel. It's about how how they are going to respond, their feelings, their emotions, their, their knowledge behind this relationship in our Q&A, right? And so it's, it's not superficial. There's respect, there's trust, there's, there's, an element of, um, there's an element of the consistency in building that relationship, deepening that relationship. So a neutral question uh, might be, how did you like it? How, how did, again, how did that make you feel? So it's not about, it's not about pronouns or anything like that, or gender neutrality. It's about getting the emotion behind the response, getting someone to think about what they went through, how they went through it. And what was the objectives? Were those met? What was the outcome? 
Did it, did it make everybody feel great? Did it make the team feel a little overwhelmed? Those are the things that we're looking for. So if you want to get to the emotional, you've got to think of these, these uh, neutral words, if you will, that doesn't put someone on the spot. It makes them open up a little bit. In fact, I was just in a meeting yesterday morning where I was doing some board development. And in this, um, I had started to ask questions and the response, I wasn't looking for a specific response, but the response that I got that I received that was in front of the other board members was very heartfelt, was very heartwarming, was emotional, was factual, but there was there was emotion behind it, uh, tears, passion, uh, a little bit of disappointment. All of that was wrapped into this. And, and uh, what was beneficial was that everybody took away something from that meeting and it was positive. Every one of those board meetings took something away that deepened their relationship as a team moving a nonprofit forward into the community. That's what it's all about. And that's the power. That's the influence of asking questions. So if you're, again, we're talking about planning the questions. So if you do ask general questions in this process of asking, you want to follow up with very specific questions. The general questions get you into the house, if you will. They get you onto the doorstep. They get the foot in the door, as the analogy goes. The specific questions are asked when you feel appropriate or when it feels appropriate to ask those specific questions. We've gotten away from the neutral, that we've gotten away from the general. We want to make sure that we're really getting to the heart of the situation. Again, we're doing this respectfully, but getting those specific questions come after the general questions are asked. When you're planning your questions also, And I'll I'll wrap up with this and one more. When you're asking your questions, make sure that they're answering the question one at a time. Don't, when, when you're communicating, don't ask a series of questions because they're trying to remember what they're supposed to answer. Ask one question in communicating, being very general and or specific. And then once you feel that they're done, it might even be good to say, can I follow that up with another question? That's what I do. Um, 97% of the time, I ask if I can follow up with another question. It provides an opportunity for people just to make sure that they're understanding that they're on on some solid ground, that their feet, right? Their, Their feet are on solid ground, that they are able to take whatever they've just answered and be able to ask the other question. I only do that out of respect and out of the value that someone else's time. They may not only have, they may only have a few more minutes. And so I want to make sure that as I'm getting through this, that I'm asking the more specific questions out of the value, out of the respect of their time. The other reason I ask is because I want them to remember the first question that still needs to be answered. It's important to me. It's important to them that we're communicating. And so asking one question at a time, make sure that that answer is given. The last thing I'll say to this is this. Don't interrupt them. Don't interrupt. Let them answer it. Sometimes people need to kind of go through some things to actually answer the question. Maybe sometimes they need to give you a little bit of background before they give a specific answer. That's just how they communicate. That's their personality. And some people, when you ask them a question, they're going to have it at the tip of their tongue. They're going to tell you, and then they're going to be looking at you like, what's next? And you're going to be unprepared for that. So when we're planning our questions, I also want you to think about who and how that individual is going to respond to those questions. 
right? I want you to know who they are, how will they respond, and then be prepared for how they respond and what they respond to. So please don't interrupt when you're asking questions. You're getting valuable information. You're getting their opinion. You're getting facts and figures. We only shut people down the more we interrupt them. So the best thing we can do The best thing we can do as leaders, as as people in business, is really just show the respect, the value, that when we come into a conversation, we ask those questions, that we give the appropriate amount and and sufficient amount of time to truly listen, to truly be respectful, allowing us not to interrupt them, but to finalize and to make sure that we get the final answer from them by asking them, can I ask you another one? It also provides the opportunity to say, well, I wasn't, I wasn't done yet. I was just thinking it through, right? There's so many different scenarios, but I just wanted to give you some tips on this, um, how I've seen it work. Um, and I'm sure that you've seen other tips, if you will, work in different scenarios. And while I would love the opportunity to go through all of these different scenarios with you, we just don't have the time. And and each person's going to respond differently because of their experience, their background, their education, so much more. So all that to say is this, I want you to ask good questions. Start Start by asking good questions. And really by starting to ask good questions, we're planning. We're getting in the mindset that we're not going to interrupt. What is it that we want? What is what outcome do we want from asking them a question? It might be an individual. It might be a group. If it's a group, please make sure that you give enough time for a good amount of the group to answer. Be very specific. If you want everybody to answer, you might have to, uh, you might have to promote someone first, um, asking them if they wouldn't mind going first to kind of just break the ice. But depending on your situation, the environment that you're in, Those are the tips that I have for you. Be happy to answer any other questions that you might have. Um, This is really, really good. It really just brings relationships on a deeper, higher level when when we do these things. So again, um, if you've got any questions, feel free to reach out. You've got my contact information. It's a pleasure to have you on our podcast today. Hope you have a great day. Make it an amazing day. Make it a blessed day. And as I always like to say, live with purpose. Thank you for listening to the Elite Professionals in Coaching podcast. If you want to stay in the forefront with business strategies and ideas, leadership conversations, tips, and empowerment, be sure to like and subscribe to this podcast and then share with your friends and fellow business owners. For more information about With Purpose and their services, visit www.withpurposellc.com.